This is Unqualified Parenting. If you're looking for tips on parenting, relationships, self-care, or just need someone to relate to, you've come to the right place. We may be unqualified, but our info is anything but. It's a show full of parenting failures, parenting wins, and some amazing guests. I'm Jen, a full-time bio mom and part-time stepmom. And I'm Cody, a dad who recently remarried and has full custody of his daughter. And we're here to bring you our unique perspectives from our two very different blended families. Hi. How are you? How are you? We need to do an ASMR episode. (laughs) No, we really don't. Hi, Jen. No, we don't. My mouth is parched. (laughs) I need a drink. You got a white claw. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Happy summer. Happy summer. Happy 4th of July. Topical. Oh, we've never Mm, been topical See what I did there? It's nice. (laughs) Relevant. I smell like beef. (laughs) Luckily, my sniffer's broken, so I didn't notice. I shouldn't have said anything. Why do you smell like beef? We had beef for dinner. It's 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 what's what's for for dinner. dinner? Yeah. Where's the beef? I'm the beef. Ah. (laughs) I'm the whole beef. I'm all the beef. Nice. Beefcake. Oh, jeez. That was a South Park reference for you South Parkians out there. So... We got an episode, a bio parent. We we need to start that whole thing over. Hi, Cody. Hi, Jen. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Fourth of July is coming. Uh, oh, now you're gonna be fucking topical now that we're starting <laughs> over. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, fine. Take three. <laughs> oh, hi, Jen. Hi, Cody. <laughs> No, I'm not even going to talk about the 4th of July. 4th of July. How's your two weeks been? Do you have any parenting or kid or or parenting stories? Yeah, 4th of July is coming up. It's going to be a hot one. It's going to be a scorcher. <laughs> it's going to be a scorcherama. Do you, do you have anything? Uh, yeah. So, it was whatever you want night for dinner. Whatever you want. Which is something everyone should institute. Whatever you want, it means everyone's fending for themselves. If the little ones need help cooking, help them cook. If they're over a certain age, though, you just challenge them to make something they know how to make. Anyways. Yes, the girl in the front. Yes, uh, I'd like to uh, put a note in here about whatever you want nights that you should be specific about the rules. Whatever you want night, everyone fends for themselves. Help the littles cook. If they're over a certain age, challenge them to just make something you know, know how to make. And if you're raising them right, they should know how to use a microwave Yeah, at a certain age. You could also... Have this be leftover night. It's great for getting rid of leftovers. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have anything that would make an obvious recipe in the house, right? Pantry's getting low, fridge is getting low. You know, you know those moments where you have like yeah. so little in the house <laughs> that you open the fridge and then close it and then open it right back up, thinking something's just going to like, ah, like, oh, shit, appear. how am I supposed to feed my family? Fuck those guys. So, as kids growing up, we became very good at this because my mom, mom would be gone for a weekend and it was just us and we had to fend for ourselves. So I told Aubrey, look, let's look around, see what we have, and let's try to make our own recipe. 
So I was like, we got tortillas, eggs, breakfast burritos. Right? Mm-hmm. But we need like a like a meat. Mm-hmm. Right? So I was like, oh, we could like sausage. I was He's like, like twiddling his fingers as he says meat and meat. sausage. Sausage. <laughs> I was like, we have Italian meatballs. Those are like a sausage. I guess. All right. This is this is the recipe. She's like, Dad, what are you doing? And I like, yeah. So, <laughs> breakfast burritos, two frozen Italian meatballs, steamed, minced, five eggs scrambled with half a cup of milk, half a can of black beans, summer, wait, simmer, and season. Two meatballs to five eggs. Yeah. Okay. How big are these meatballs? Like normal, like. <laughs> you know when you cut a couple of balls in yeah. your We've all done that. Yeah. They're just normal meatball <laughs> size. All right. Then it says strain black beans. Um put beans back into pan, meatballs and eggs too. Add a hummingbird's worth of green chili enchilada sauce. Uh wait. What? Yeah. Um Here's also the seasoning for the uh, for the rest of everything. She forgot to put it in there. Seasoning for the rest of everything. Garlic. Um, um, oh, yeah, hang on. Marker. All right. So M- add a hummingbird's worth of green chili enchilada sauce. What does that even mean? I, for- I didn't know how much I put in. I had no idea. Um, you're going to put in a fat fairy's worth of onion powder <laughs> and oops, I didn't mean to put that in of seasoning salt <laughs> and one spicy boy, chili powder <laughs> and a, I forgot of whatever stuff, stuff. Anyways, just thought it was fun. Did, was it good? They weren't bad. That was a no. That was a no. Too much sausage. <laughs> sausage needs to be replaced what? for bacon, but that's because you didn't use fucking sausage. Did, you used Italian. She that's ate supposed to go three of them. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, that's a win. But yeah, like I said, <laughs> this is really boring. I don't know if we'll put this in the podcast, but. <laughs> but yeah, so that was. I mean, we've just been hanging out, just having fun. We're going camping this weekend. Nice. Just her and I. That'll be exciting. Two days, two nights. What are you gonna do? Just stare at each other. Sounds great. I'm just going to sit in a chair and about every 15 minutes go, you know what else was hard when I was a kid? <laughs> it's just going to be that. Uh, I have a update about a story that I shared last episode. You know, the mom that had 10 babies and Guinness Book of World Records yes. and all that. So uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on over there, but she said that she's being held against her will at a psych ward. Um, her husband has been relying on her for all the info about the babies, keeps asking to meet the babies, never met the babies before. So the South African outlet, Independent Media, has continued to insist that these births are real. So, the and this is like a legit like newspaper in quotation marks, whatever you call a legit online newspaper, like they're real and they're backing her story up. And they suggest that then that there's been a cover up of mammoth proportions to hide medical negligence 
Um, but they don't know where these children are. So were there any children to begin with? I don't know. There's there's nobody, gotta be like exactly one medical ultrasound? record. Exactly one ultrasound. Yeah. So they're saying that there's a medical negligence and they're covering all of it up. Like because she was ever pregnant to begin with. Remember Octomom? She had eight babies. Yeah. Remember her picture of her giant like torpedo like stomach was all over the internet. Yeah. You think if you had ten, you'd be like, "Yo, look at this shit." You'd think, yeah. So uh, even though that independent media doesn't know where the children are, they're insisting like this was real, which is weird that the paper is backing her up. Yeah. So then the Gutang government, Gutang, Gutang government, they're planning to sue a certain news editor and the independent media over this. They want them to retract. The allegations made against the government and that there was ever a cover-up or anything like that. And uh, the independent media also welcomes any such action that would compel all parties concerned under oath to reveal the truth. So I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. The government's involved. Everyone's like, this is real. This is not real. The husband's never met the was, kids, which is weird. Was she like a public figure to no. begin with? No. I don't I don't even know her name. So the, the story, as it's distilled down, woman gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Somehow says, there's 10 of those suckers in me. Yeah. Goes to the hospital so far has produced no babies that we know I don't of. know. So, like, we're hearing different things. And it's like a medical cover-up? That's what this person's saying. And then the government's like, fuck you. So it's crazy. I will and link the three there's, articles. There's no way they're doing it for the world record. You don't get anything. No, yeah. It's not like you why, win money. Why would the independent media side with her? Like, what do they have to gain out of this? Yeah, it's not independent journalism. It's it's all weird, but why can't anyone find it? at least one of the ten babies? I mean, there were ten. They just when, when you got ten, they just pop all over the place. Pew, 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 pew. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so I will link to the three latest stories as of this recording. If you're all curious as I am to follow this, and I will continue the update on the next episode which in the next episode we will be sending our senior news correspondent jen to africa to africa to report on this alleged medical malpractice yep. cover up yep okay all right so who knows if she really had 10 babies or not i'm calling bullshit <laughs> um i also had uh what I feel like is a one-up for Steve. Yeah. Which if you're a first-time listener, go back and listen so that you know what a one-up is. Oh, my gosh. No, it's just like in Mario. When you get a one-up, you did something awesome. So um, he scheduled Lily to get vaccinated. And for some reason, he thought it was two weeks between shots on Pfizer. And it's three. So he just automatically put it in his calendar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they should have scheduled it with him there. They did. But he just went into autopilot. Yeah. (laughs) And it was on the paper that had the date and everything. (laughs) So he literally picked her up early, drove her there, and then was like, we're here for our shot. And they're like, that till next week. (laughs) Which then is bio mom time. 
So he's like, can you take her? And I'm like, she probably can't because she's all like, I swear, like lately with the orthodontist eye doctor, like it's been us. But she said, sure, no problem. So I was like, cool. So I then make plans that day. And then I get a call from my husband saying, uh, she forgot that she has a meeting after work, which like the bio mom, what, what do you, what, what? A meeting after work? That's, that's a bar. What is it? So, um, I'm sure it was something legitimate, but still like, it was like the day before. Like, come on. You had to have known. Like, did you just make it? If so, why did you make it then? Because you already knew about this. So anyway, instead of just saying like, sure, I'll take her and telling me like, sorry, he called me and said, I got this text. I want to make sure because I know we had plans that like you're cool with it. I think it's important for her to get vaccinated. And I know that it's probably not going to happen if I don't do it. But I wanted to check. And of course, I said, yes, like, yeah, get her vaccinated. Uh, but I appreciated as a step parent so much that the bio parent called to check in with me because we had had plans before just assuming and saying yes and then telling me after the fact, oh, I have to take her, which of course he yeah. should take her like yeah. that. Yeah, everyone would say yes, I would feel like. Right. But the fact that he called just to clarify first, like meant so much to me. Like I felt like I was a partner. And involved and like I mattered Aww. and I really appreciated it. Dito, dito, dito. <laughs> That's a, little a great one up sound. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. It's learning. You're, you both are growing. So much. So. Do you want to talk about the email? Yeah, we got an do email. To, do you want me to introduce it? Yeah. Hey, Jen. Hey. Guess what? What? I've got an email I want to talk about. Oh, snap. This one stood out in particular among the, the many we've received. And it stood out because it's a point of view I don't think we've ever had on our show. No. And also, if you email us, we may take some time to respond. But if we don't respond, it went to spam. Like, we will respond to everybody. It just takes time. So if, we, if you don't get a response, then, like, send it again and be like, hey, bitches. Yeah. Try and talk to you, motherfuckers. Hey, hey Cody, put down Reddit and answer your Put down email. your Red Bull, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you Red Bull drinking pissed shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have it pulled up? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I've I just, got it. I just but wanted to introduce wanted, you it. You just wanted, you are just. A, I have nothing right. to say. For this episode, so I I, got, I did the research. I, I get paid by words said, so I gotta say words. We will call her Allison. So Allison's a bio mom. She also said that she she just started listening to the podcast, and she said that she loves our humor and honesty when discussing our life experiences, which is awesome. Super appreciate that. Uh, but how she found us was because she was googling podcasts about step parent jealousy, but it's not. Because she's the step-parent who's jealous of the bio-mom. It's the other way. Yeah, she is the bio-mom who has jealousy towards the step-mom because they have her kids a little bit more than half-time. So she feels like they're spending more time with them. Um, 
So her question to both of us is, what do you do when you find you're jealous of the relationship your kids have with the stepmom? And she did notice, you know, we're we are not really in that situation ourselves, but I feel like because we're on the other side, we could give some good feedback to her. Um, and she said she doesn't ever want her kids to feel shame or awkwardness about how much they love their stepmom, which that alone is huge. Yeah. The fact that you even notice that and like are you're putting your kids first. That's amazing. Not yeah. all bio parents or step parents do that. Yeah, you've already won. Yeah. So end of podcast. We hope that this good job. <laughs> but no, uh, you've already won by asking the question. And by seeking out help. And the the jealousy you feel is one hundred percent normal and yep. natural. Yep. And I I can't state from, you know, a bio parent with jealousy of, you know, a step on the other side. Um, but I know, I know where that jealousy is coming from because I've felt jealousy like that before. Mm-hmm. And the, I feel like that jealousy is you're just, you feel like you're going to miss out on something fun. Or that they're going to like them more than you. Yeah. You Which, know, like, for example, one of my friends just asked Cody for his number and I was like, well, I, I hope he knows that Cody's my friend first and not your friend. <laughs> and there's like that little bit of like worry, like, are you going to steal my Cody away? But like, you know that that's, even though you know that's totally illogical and irrational and like you should just dismiss it, sometimes those still pop up. He, it still uh, happens. He is replacing you. I fucking knew it. We, I knew it. You guys already have a podcast, huh? We have a whole like planner all <laughs> filled out, scrapbook ready for pictures, <laughs> ready to go. But yeah, like, because I've felt some of that jealousy after my divorce when I couldn't see my daughter on Christmas, but my family did. Oh, that'd be hard. Which was really hard. And I didn't get to see my daughter a whole lot through that period, right? Yeah. And so... I, I kind of had to come to terms with a little bit of envy and a little bit of jealousy and realize that the the moment she's getting with someone else doesn't take away a moment I get with her. Yeah, that's a really good point. All the moments I get with her are moments I get with her. There's no comparison moment to moment. Yeah. They all have their own weight and value, yep. and they're all different. And once I kind of got to this, it was, okay, when I do have them, I'm going to try to have more good moments and bad moments. And we end up somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And that's totally normal. Mm-hmm. I, I dealt with it like one of the first things I know the bio mom said to my husband when my husband said that I was going to be around her daughter uh, was, well, she's not going to be her mom. And it's like, I know that <laughs> like she doesn't want to be her mom. Like she just wants to be part of her life. Like she's not trying to replace you. So, and then on my side of that, step parents are idiots. I'm sorry, you guys, but we are. If we don't have our own kids, especially going into this, we assume like, oh, I'm going to end up talking to, about the birds and the bees with her. I'm going to be the one taking her bra shopping yeah, for the first if, time. If like, you want a good example of this, we interviewed my wife early on when we started the podcast. 
and we called it Disney Mom. She tried to be this princess perfect, like, I'll open the window every day and birds will fly in and we'll get you <laughs> dressed and we'll float into the kitchen where I'll make a perfect breakfast every morning, you yep. know? And it's because we haven't had kids. We don't know what it's like, A, to be a parent. And, like, we don't realize that you want those, like, first-time moments or that there's certain things that are special to you. Or we just, like, oh, I'm parenting and this is what I'm supposed to do. We're finding our role. Um, so, yeah, one of – I have five tips to cope, and one of them is communication. And you can – possibly be a part of setting that role with the step parent like if there's certain things that you don't ever want the step parent to do if there's certain firsts that are very important for you to talk about experience be with your kid with just communicate with your co-parent communicate with your ex saying she hasn't saying in front of I don't know, some recital that you want to go to. And I know that she's yours that night, but I want to take her to that because it's her first time performing in front of people. Like, and like in a perfect world, you'd sit down with your ex and their new spouse and you'd make a list of, okay, what are the moments you don't want to miss out on? Mm -hmm. What are the things you want to be the first? In a perfect world, we'd sit down and do this. We'd get our day planners all organized and synchronized. Yeah. And you'd never miss any of that important stuff. Yeah. But that's... But that's that's at the top. And we're all somewhere down on the bottom where either we don't communicate very well with our ex. Sometimes we're scared to because we're afraid they'll just say, fuck you. Which I think... The bio mom in our situation, after this took years too, she's learning like we want to co-parent. We don't want to fight. Like we just want things to be easy and smooth and we want our stepdaughter to have fun. We want her to have fun. That's the most important thing. Yeah. And like this last uh, Mother's Day is a great example. She texted us the day before Mother's Day. And she's been high co conflict in the past. I would say the last couple of years, she has been so much better. But she said, future Mother's Day, so not this one, not trying to ruin this one or change this one since it's like tomorrow, future Mother's Days, it's important for me to have brunch with Lily. So I would like to have her on the mornings every Mother's Day going forward. That's great. We can plan around that. Yeah. And it's Mother's Day. You should have her. Like, you, you totally your, fine with that. You get your morning with Finley. And she didn't disrupt our current one because we were having her that night. And we did have plans that night before Mother's Day. And she didn't try to hijack it or say, like, it's Mother's Day. She should be with me and throw the guilt trips or tantrums or nothing. She just said, like, next time and going forward, I would like this. And we said, that sounds great totally doable, understandable. We will do that going forward forever. And just just try to communicate. It really does go a long way with most people. Most people want to have a good relationship and not fight. And I feel like there needs to be communication with your children as well. Yeah. Letting them know they're okay to tell you stories when they're with the other parent. They're okay to tell you yeah. they had fun. They're and you just never talk down about that other parent. I have that note in here, oh. so good job. 
That's awesome. You should never talk negative about the other person. Sometimes it's going to come out where like maybe they were mean to them and you might say, I'm sorry, you felt like they were mean to you. And it sounds like they did kind of blow up, but you still have to have that other parent's back. And having their back, like, like that'll change a bad relationship into a good relationship very fast. If my kid comes home and whoever they're with on the other side is like, oh, yeah, no, I, I got in trouble because I tried to do this, but she knew that that was the rule at our house, and so that was the rule at her house. I'd have so much respect. It, it would slowly change the relationship to a good relationship between the exes. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's happened with us. It's taken years and years and years, but it's, <laughs> it's happening. Um, another thing, which, again, this is in a perfect world, if you could try to be friends my situation was, I don't want to see her. I don't want her at drop-offs. Um, this is coming from the bio mom towards me. I don't want to have any interaction with her whatsoever. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, I'm, I would be happy to go to coffee with you or, you know, whatever. Because yeah. I'm going to be raising your child, even though it's a third of the time, still helping raise your child. And I'm going to be, like, around them a lot. So, but if you don't want to meet me, that's fine. Like, and I feel like the bio parent kind of has to make that call. And that the step parent hopefully is receptive of that, to that. Unless the bio parent has shown in the past, like, I'm a nightmare. I yeah. can cause drama and give me your phone number immediately. And I'm going to try to go through you and bypass my ex-husband or ex-wife. Like don't Facebook stalk you. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to track down your last five employers. <laughs> so that's another tip. If you can be friends or at least acquaintances and kind of meet, I had a friend because I asked her because she she was in the situation where she's the bio parent dealing with her ex getting with a new person. The new person happened to work at her work and they didn't know like for a while. And then the new person came up to her and was like, hey, so I might I might be meeting your kids soon. And I just wanted to say hi. And like at first she was like taken aback. Oh, what? I think she texted her. Oh, my gosh. If. If someone walked up to my work and was like, I'm going to be meeting your kids soon, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> someone Sit calls down. Yeah, yeah, call security. security. Get someone in here. Yeah. No, I think she texted her. But, um, I'm meeting your kids. But she found out this girl was very intelligent. She worked in the medical field, uh, but in a different area as her. And like she ended up like really respecting this person. And like, oh, yeah, you're someone that my kids like should look up to that's yeah. awesome um it didn't end up working out unfortunately but those two still kind of talk here there which is nice you yeah. know but if you can like at least me with them and like establish like that we're on the same page we're both trying to parent this child and that's what's in our best interest is what's ever is best for the kid it it would go a long long ways well we've, we've talked before about creating your village right yep. gathering up your village you want them in your village and they want you in theirs yep that's actually one of my tips but we have to get uh through these two first so number three is bond with your kids 
bond, and we've talked about this, bond with them in the way that they want to yep. bond with. Meet them at their level. I, I was reading a Reddit story. This bio mom was complaining about jealousy with the, uh, with the stepmom because the stepmom is a surgeon, like a doctor, super smart stepmom, and she actually let the bio kid, well, I guess her stepkid, go and watch her perform a surgery. And the kid was raving about it for like the whole week that they were with the bio mom. Like, oh my gosh, I got to see the stepmom do surgery. And it was so cool. And I want to do that. And I love science and blah, blah, blah. And the bio mom's kind of a nerd. So like she does not relate to her kid at all yeah. in that spectrum, which is fine. You don't have to relate on that level, but you can find something that you're both interested in and use that to bond with your bio kid. Yeah. And even if it's not an interest, if you can tolerate it, like taking them to a sports game if they're into sports or taking them to a concert if they like music. Like, we've we've all built these skills through dating and marriage. Yeah. How much do you tolerate that you <laughs> exactly. don't absolutely love of your partners? <laughs> exactly. A whole lot. You can do it with your kids. So much HGTV <laughs> at our house. Holy fuck. Bob Vila printed sheets. <laughs> so... 10 minutes a day when you have your bio kid with you of quality time, which we've also talked about in another episode, multiple episodes, like 10 minutes. That means no screens, just talking to them, bonding with them. And at family dinners too, no screens. Like this is the time to talk, to bond. And if you, if you have that super close bond with your kids where you feel like you're talking a lot and they're open with you, even if it's not about everything, it should assuage your jealousy some yeah but don't like it's okay to have a quiet dinner we, we've had dinners where it's just like no one's said a word but like we're all cool we're just eating you know yeah you're enjoying each other's company yeah, yeah that's totally fine you're comfortable yeah it's nice um another one is accept your feelings like cody said they're totally natural they're totally normal you can feel so irrationally angry at the stepmom for no reason. You may not have even met her and you're like, fuck that bitch. She's stepping into my life, talking to my kids. It's totally fine. Like find a way to uh, let those feelings out where whether it's like punching a punching bag. <laughs> Why do you go to violence right away? <laughs> that's my go-to. So if you need violence. to get it out, just go down to the store, buy yourself a handgun, go rob a bank, <laughs> get in a high-speed police chase, ditch the car in a, in a ditch. It's all great things to do to overcome jealousy. Uh, go out with friends, have a vent sesh where like they'll be on your side and they'll understand and they won't be like, uh, you need to da da da. Uh, Don't go with those fuck fuck those nope. friends. Don't go anywhere with nope. them. No, nope. find the parents that go, man, fuck, kids. not like fuck kids, yeah, but like <laughs> fuck kids. Those are the parents you want to hang out with. Yeah, and fuck the stepmom too. And the other thing you need to understand is this jealousy won't stop it'll change to something else yeah like right now i'm jealous that aubrey's parents let all the kids at their house but their kids not allowed at ours so we miss out on the fun kids hangs isn't that weird but you'll get jealous many more times it's just gonna keep happening and it's a skill you learn and you learn how to kind of take care of yeah 
And when I was looking at, I was trying to find articles and situations of the bio parent being jealous of the step parent. And there were so many of the step parent being jealous of the bio parent because they don't have that bond. Like the kid could immediately decide, I don't like you. And that's how it is for the rest of the step parent's life. Whereas the bio parent, that kid came out loving you. They look at you and you're the best person they've ever seen. They love their bio parents. And like that's not going to end. No, and you have that bond set. Even if you piss them off, they are still going to look for your acceptance. Yeah. They're still going to come to you. You may fight with them like your step parent never will because you are that close with them. But if a step parent ever fought that bad, they'd probably just not talk to them again. Yeah. And it's and, scary. And the other end of this is that jealousy might not ever go away. It might never go away. Probably not. It'll just, it'll lessen over it'll time. It'll get a whole lot easier as it goes. But and as, as you get your routine and your rhythm down. like, And you'll find new things to be jealous about too. And there are lots of articles just on coping with jealousy in general. So if you like ever feel like it's too intense and you can't like just look at like coping with jealousy in general. Or reach out to a therapist. Yeah. Therapist, psychologist, and just let them know. And they'll go, okay, what are you dealing with? Oh, jealousy with the other parents. I deal with this every day, all yep. day. Pick one. Every that, single one of my patients yeah. is dealing with this. You're Pick totally. One that specializes in blended families. Yep. And they're all going to say, this is abs- This is how it should feel. Yeah. If you didn't feel jealous and the kids were gone, then you probably shouldn't be a parent. You should feel jealous. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. That doesn't make it any easier, but hopefully it makes it you feel more comfortable in how you're feeling and that it's okay to feel that way. And you can always email us. At hello at <laughs> So number the last one. Number the last one. Number the last one is appreciate and support your village. Yep. So even though it's hard to appreciate the step parent sometimes because they're like in your kid's business, they might be helping them in ways that you don't want them to. I've read so many and heard of so many horror stories through researching for this podcast, through Reddit, like through friends and family of where the step parent doesn't like their stepkids. I remember one super heartbreaking story that I probably mentioned on here where the step parent and the bio dad had a separate Christmas room for their kids <laughs> and not the, her stepkids oh, where it had wow. more presents and it was all decorated nice and that's where they were going to have their Christmas. It's got like neon lights like Christmas Town and yeah. over there at Shitsville. And the stepkids literally weren't like none of their presents were under that tree like they had a s- literal separate Christmas in the same fucking all house. wrapped in paper towels. Yeah, like wet paper <laughs> towels. There were two presents. Wow. But yeah, like that one specifically stood out to me of like how fucking pissed i'd be if my kid were going to their dad's house and they had a separate christmas in the same house like that's so mean and then i read another one where it was from the kid's point of view and he was on reddit and he was asking for help in this situation his mom died his dad remarried the woman had two kids boy and girl around his age 
They fought so bad that when the bio mom moved in, it was, son, you are going to, uh, the bio son, sorry, okay, let me, this is getting convoluted. Let me start over. Let's give them all names. <laughs> okay. Bob, the dad, and Joe, the son. <laughs> so Joe's mom died, and Sally comes in, his new stepmom with two kids of her own. So Sally says, my kids don't get along. So Joe, you're going to have to share a room with my daughter. And the boy gets to have his own room. So he goes from mom and dad to mom dies. Now I'm sharing room with some sister that I don't even know who the fuck this is. And then the sister fights so bad with the, her bio brother that she starts locking her room so he doesn't even have access to his own room unless she lets him into their room. That sucks. Yeah! Like, what the fuck? No. That he ends sucks. up moving in with, like, his uncle or something, and his dad's like, oh, how dare you? How could you leave <laughs> us? And it's like, he you betrayed me, son. have access to his own room. So... Anyway, it's a big, long story with other things in there. But I just see stories like that where the step-parents mean to their step-kid. I would so much rather have someone that, like, loves them and is, like, looking out for them and taking their best interest at heart. Um, another thing that might help your guilt, I don't know if your stepmom in your situation has kids, but when I had my bio kid, that, like, it was like a light switch was flipped with bio mom you like finally understand the connection yeah like and she didn't feel like i was trying to steal her kid anymore because i had my own she has her own we each have our own kid <laughs> that just comes to my house sometimes and she yeah she understood now i got oh my gosh her first steps are important her first words are so important when somebody talks to her about the birds and the bees is i'm gonna fucking be there it better be me and if somebody else did it first i'd be pissed because i want to do it the way i want to do it with sock puppets and a disco ball and yes. a dildo <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> but i would have not understood that if i weren't a bio parent i didn't get it and it's not because i'm trying to overstep it's because i'm stupid like well, i just didn't know any better well most people don't get that until no they until kids. you have a kid and i'm not saying like I mean, oh step parents without bio kids sorry you're not going to understand until you have your own kid like you can listen to things like this and learn and then oh now i kind of get it but but it is, it it is different it is yeah it's like it's like all those important steps in the bonding process with the baby, you totally miss out on. Yeah. Now, over time, you replace those. And, I mean, Mikkel thinks of Aubrey as her flesh and blood and would do anything for her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it took a little bit to get there. And and there are going to be some times where a great example, another Reddit story, because, you know, I'm obsessed with Reddit. So this bio mom was jealous of her daughter, who's 13, and the stepmom, she found out through her ex-husband that her daughter had gone to the stepmom saying, I have a crush on this boy, and I had like some sort of upsetting situation to didn't go into online. But the bio daughter comes home and acts like nothing happened, doesn't mention it, and the mom asks, like, how is everything? It's fine, and just acts totally oh, fine. Hurt. Yeah, and that it sucks. Hurt. But think of yourself as a teenager. Did you yep. go to your mom and be like, I have a crush on a girl? And 
No. But they have a trusted adult. Exactly. Instead of going to their other 13-year-old friend, who we all know are love experts at that age, 13-year-old girls are great to give advice to. 13-year-old boys know exactly what they're talking about. She went to the stepmom who probably had better advice. And in bio-parent situations where it's just the nuclear family, I didn't have a stepmom person to go to in that situation. I just fucked up all the time. <laughs> I just made really bad decisions and went to my friends for advice, which was not good advice. So try, try to appreciate and support your village, even though it's hard. There's going to be times where, like, you're going to be glad that they have that outside person that they feel comfortable confiding in. And you hope to God that that step parent is being good to your bio kid, that they want them there, that they're being loving and kind and supportive instead of a two Christmas step parent. Yeah. Another good way to think about it is just think of that step parent as a teacher, right? You want to have the best, most caring teacher yes, you've got. Yeah. You want your kid to come home and just not shut up about that teacher. Yeah. That makes us happy as parents. This is great. Just think of it as that. Yeah. They're and, just going to school. And as you get more comfortable in this relationship too, because right now it may seem like she, the kids are coming home talking about how great their stepmom is and how awesome it is over there. And they talk about it all the time going to dad's house. And the bio mom in my situation, she thought that uh, my stepdaughter was just constantly talking about how great we are when on our end she wouldn't shut up about her mom yeah she wouldn't stop talking about her mom and my mom's favorite color is purple which i've heard 900 million times that her favorite fucking color is purple and anything to do with the color purple or anything that looked purple that's my mom's favorite color and it's like as a step parent, I'm like, I don't want to randomly hear about your mom. I don't give a shit. But it'd be <laughs> weird if she's like, Jen, that's your favorite color. Jen, look, that's your favorite color. Right? <laughs> yeah. Kids want to talk about who's not there. Yeah. It doesn't mean they like them more. It just means that they're not there. That's yeah. all it means. That's it. And and my stepdaughter one time told us, like, she doesn't like being here because we're the strict house. That was years ago. But we didn't we didn't relate that stuff to the bio parent because we didn't have that relationship. Now we have that relationship where the bio parents come forward and be like, "Oh yeah, she won't stop talking about dad's house and how green the grass is over there." And then we're able to say to her, "Uh, she won't shut up about you." So yeah. <laughs> it is the same, and it made the bio mom feel so much better because she didn't realize how often my stepdaughter talks about yeah. her and raves about her and their times together because you just assume that it's not they're not talking about you and that it's not the same over there. They're talking about you all the time. And the stepmom has to grit her teeth and smile and nod. Yep. <laughs> like, I love hearing these stories. <laughs> so just know that it's, it's on both sides. I promise you they're talking about you too. And also know that that stepmom's probably struggling to keep up the the level of care you've created. Yeah. She's probably drowning trying to make, you don't make chicken nuggets like my mom does. Yep. And she's gone through four bags of frozen chicken nuggets to only to find <laughs> out that really you're just buying them from McDonald's and telling your kids you made them. Like, like, like me and Mikkel and her mm-hmm. fucking chicken in the like, air fryer. Yeah. Like just know that, just give her a, hey, you're doing a good job and yeah. you're doing a good job with my kids and keep it up. And I've seen it and I trust you. 
Yeah, and pretty soon you'll get to a point where you can share memes with each other, maybe about and your sh- shitty situation. And she might she might send you videos throughout the day. That's like, see, they don't stop talking about you. Yeah, like today in arts, all they did was draw you. Yeah. So just know your kids are on that other side, and they won't shut up about you. Yeah, and like, they talk about you constantly. My my stepdaughter's Mother's Day at school, she literally came home and said, oh, I forgot about you while I was making this for my mom, but the teacher said I could make another one tomorrow. And it's like, it's fine, whatever. I <laughs> know I'm not your real mom, but you didn't have to say you forgot about me, but you know, whatever. I was whatever. totally going to make one for you, but I forgot because I yeah. found a French fry. Because <laughs> I was so focused on my bio mom. Uh, so those those are my five tips. I'll I'll repeat them. Communicate. Can you be friends or at least acquaintances with this stepmom? Uh, bond with your kids. Accept your feelings. Appreciate and support your village. Yep. Those are my five tips on coping. I hope that they help you. Email her. Yeah, and you're not alone. No. We all we all feel And it. if if you ever just want to vent to us and not have it be on the podcast, like we're happy to share our feelings with you as well. Well, Jen, I think it's time to wrap up. Wrap it up wrap like it a gift. And send it out to the masses. It was a great episode today. You bitch asses. I hope what we said will help somebody. And email her. Feel free to email us again. Yeah. We love getting emails. And if from other people, people have tips on coping with jealousy that we can add to the show notes send yep. them in tips comments questions concerns send them to us at hello unqualifiedparenting.com like subscribe tell your friends and families and one skull bully from skull why did i say it like that <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just I keep literally listening. pictured a skull and a, a skull bully, bully and i was like is this a new video game chompy boy 2000 <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, I don't know, but I think it's time to end the show. What do you think? You have survived another fortnight of parenting. Goodbye, everybody. Unqualified Parenting is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Jennifer Jones and Cody Reese. With special thanks to our families and listeners for making each episode possible. 